0: It's time for Tom Girl with JJ Jurgens. Tom Girl, a different
1: breed. Tom
0: Girl! Tom Girl! Hi, Happy New Year! Happy New Year! (laughs) Happy New Year! I'm so excited. We're back. It's been a break, so we're back and going. Welcome to Tom Girl. This is where we talk all things sports, entertainment, fashion, and adventure, and I'm JJ, and tonight we have a multi-talented artist, voiceover actor, college student, YouTuber, and she also dabbles in singing, too, Miranda Parkin. Hey, Miranda. Hi, JJ. <laughs> You're right here in front of me. Know, Why did are... I say hi, hey, Hi, JJ. Uh, Hi. Hi. We finally made this happen, huh? I know. I'm so excited. Yeah, me too. I, I love kicking off the new year with you because you're one of my favorite people and I love your energy and your spunk and I'm like, yes, oh let's get gosh, 2020 girl. going off
1: with a bang. Yeah. Wh- yeah. Why not? Right? <laughs> uh,
0: right. Exactly. 2020.
1: Woo-hoo. How are your holidays? Uh, They were great. I I spent them with my family in uh, Carpentria, which is kind of in between Ventura and Santa Barbara. We rent a little beach cabin there almost every year for either Christmas or Easter or both. And this time it was Christmas and I got to hang out. And uh, it's really cool because it's right on the beach. So if you step off the back porch, there's sand. It's just like, oh, this is awesome. So yeah, Yeah, that that was awesome. That sounds pretty fantastic. Yeah, it really (laughs) was. It was was one of my better vacations. There wasn't any like family arguing. So like that was was really awesome. I was just like, you know what? Everyone's getting along. We're good. (laughs) Yeah, that's happy holidays in itself, right? I know. Actually, happy holidays, not slightly happy holidays. Now, are you a, do you make New Year's resolutions? You know, I don't usually, but this year I did like resolve to lose a little weight and uh, focus more on doing more backgrounds, uh, in, in art art wise, I wanted to draw more backgrounds because I kinda skipped on that a little bit last year. So I was just like, man, I gotta get back into it. So those two are my, my big ones. But other than that, I don't know.
0: Well speaking of the backgrounds, let's talk about your art. I mean it's it's fantastic. Ew. Tell me about how decide
1: how this you got started doing this. Well, uh, it's, a, it's a bit embarrassing because I used to draw a lot of anime characters when I was like 12. Like, you know, every other girl artist was, in, you know, at that age, like fourth grade, fifth grade, everyone was in their, like Sailor Moon and like all of these like girly anime things. So I started drawing like anime characters, even though I had like never watched anime. I just kind of like got into the style and I've always loved drawing, but... I don't know. I think, like, fourth, fifth grade, it, like, really clicked for me that it was something that I could, you know, uh, use to have fun with and also to impress people. Like, people would come up to me, and that was kind of how I got a little popular in elementary school. Don't want to brag. You know, elementary (laughs) school, I was just a little popular because I could do art. No, but uh, really, it did, like, make me calm. It calmed me down. It, you know, it helped me. So... I guess, yeah, so I've been drawing since I could basically hold a a pencil. But, uh, yeah, fourth, fifth grade was, like, when I kind of got into it, like, drawing characters and... Costume design and that kind of thing.
0: And how has it evolved over the years? You're 19 now, turning 20, right? Yes. Turning, turning 20 in February. Turning 20 in 2020. That's oh, yeah, pretty turning 20 in awesome.
1: 2020. Yeah, I never have to forget when my birthday is. Yeah. I'm just like, hmm. If I was ever in that circumstance, hmm. You know, what? Well, how old am I? If I have amnesia, all I need to do is like look at the year 2020. I'm 20, <laughs> pretty much, unless I'm in January now. But February, it's coming up. Uh, but yeah, it, it has evolved over the years. I've gone from traditional art to like painting and like gouache. And like in in um in high school, I took my first official art class in sophomore year, and I had never taken an art class up to that point. Uh, you were talking about singing. The reason I didn't do any of these art classes because it was because I wanted to do uh choir. I wanted to do choir for college and um like have that be my career. But after like high school, after the first year of high school, it just didn't quite click with me anymore being a part of a choir and like doing that as a career. Mm-hmm. I felt like a, a singer would be a a bit more difficult of a profession to get into than, than maybe art or or something more creative. So I took my first Real art class in sophomore year of high school uh, with my art teacher, Mr. Jones. He was really Mm -hmm. good, although it was very much project based. So he would give us an assignment to challenge us, and then you know he would have us do it. But other than that, I don't think I've actually taken a a, an instructional art course up until college. So I I didn't. I was all completely self taught up until the first year of college. Then I started getting into uh, instructional stuff, but. Uh, Yeah, still pretty. That's incredible. Your artwork is amazing. (laughs) Thank you.
0: Talk about um, kind of for those people who aren't familiar, we're going to be posting a bunch of your artwork socially, so they can see them all after after they listen to this. But you know, talk about
1: your style and the types of um, artwork that you draw. Yeah, actually, you know, as you mentioned, uh, I am kind of a jack of all trades, and that you know, it's the same when it comes to art. I try and branch out and do as many styles and. Mediums as possible, so I'll do digital art, gouache painting, watercolor, uh, pastel, you know, like oil painting, colored pencil. I don't really like colored pencil, but don't tell my art teacher that. But uh, uh, yeah, that collage, you know, animation. So I cover all the bases. I've used every medium I could possibly get my hands on, including like T-shirts, spray paint, graffiti, just like all sorts of stuff. So same thing with my style. I go all over the place. I kind of have a bunch of different styles because I've looked at so many things and animated media and, like, all that kind of stuff. So it all kind of amalgamates into this one morphing style. Mm-hmm. So I'll go from slightly Disney to a bit more realistic and painted and, like, slightly towards this artist style, you know. So mm-hmm. it changes very, very often.
0: <laughs> and then where do you get your inspiration for what you want to, what you want to work on?
1: Oh, gosh. Uh, A lot of different places, actually. Uh, If I'm really feeling bored or not in the mood. I'll watch a Disney movie to kind of lighten up the lighten up the mood and inspire me and look for those poses and faces that I want to recreate. Um, Or I'll go on Pinterest or Instagram and and look at some of my favorite artists and see if they've posted anything that inspires me to do something. Oh, also, there's a great challenge going around on Instagram, or it has been around for a while, but it's the draw this in your style challenge. So if makes a drawing of an interesting character that they've made up themselves or, uh, I don't know, like a background or whatever you want, basically. And it's a challenge for other people to draw that drawing in their style. So you see the same character Mm -hmm. replicated in all these different really cool styles. Like there's one that's modern and, you know, like uh, all sorts of stuff. So I will participate in those challenges if I I ever have art block. So, like, I'll go to my favorite artists and... Like, see if they have a draw this in your style challenge if I mm-hmm. want to draw it. Mm-hmm.
0: And then a lot of your pieces, you do your your fan art. So you've yeah. gotten recognition by doing art for various TV shows <laughs> yes, and characters. So yes, yes, yes. talk about how that has kind of evolved for you.
1: Yeah, I've always <laughs> loved making fan art. I mean, going back to, like, fourth grade, I love the style of, like, anime and animation. And then it kind of morphed into more Disney when I realized that cartoons weren't just for kids. And I just kind of went more into that. And I started making fan art for Disney movies and, and TV shows. And the thing that really got me my audience was this year, actually, this year, my follower count doubled, like if not tripled, like I had 5000 followers up until this year, and then it went up to now I'm almost at Mm 20,000, which is insane to me. Like, absolutely insane. But the show that did that for me was Umbrella Academy, which is on Netflix. If you haven't seen it, go watch it. Seriously, it's so good. Uh, It's a dysfunctional superhero family, and as uh, the show was starting, I was one, you know, I was one of the first that, like, really picked up... I mean, not the first, but... I was definitely in the first wave of fans that came from that show. I hadn't read the comics, but afterwards I did. And I started making fan art for the show. And as it got more popular, more people saw it. So I think about like half the cast, including the original artists who did the art for the comic books, reposted mm-hmm. or followed me or like showed my art you know up and like on their story and I made a lot of friends through that so that that bumped me from five thousand to ten thousand with that like a month hmm, wow. maybe <laughs> yeah and then now have you kind of taken advantage of social media to
0: continue to advertise for yourself or to oh continue yeah to build absolutely your brand?
1: absolutely uh I have like I mean I'm doing like t-shirts and stuff as well so there was like uh space fleet which was a, an episode or sorry callister uss callister had a. Uh, was an episode of Black Mirror, and I went to a screening there, uh, a screening at Netflix uh, for Black Mirror, that episode of USS Callister, right? And I had been making TV- T-shirts, and over the past couple months before I went to that screening, I had been trying to connect with some of the cast members on social media to get them some shirts, because I had made these amazing, like, awesome... I, I think they're really cool, mm-hmm. and they're some of my favorite works of my... I don't really usually call my work amazing. I kind of look down on it sometimes. It is amazing. You can say it. (laughs) I mean, I kind of look down on it sometimes. I'm a perfectionist, but this is one of the pieces that I really like. So a couple months before the screening at Netflix, uh, I contacted some of the uh, cast members uh, who were, like, crew on the ship, you know, from Black Mirror. and, um, And, like, some of the minor cast members, like, picked up, like... Like, hey, like, I, I love this shirt. Like, I want to see it. So I got one, like, got, like, three of the cast members to get me to send them a T-shirt. So I sent them all T-shirts. And they, like, opened it on their Instagram and followed me and stuff. So over social media, I was able to, like, contact them and, like, get them their shirts. And it was so cool. It was awesome. Like, that was one of my favorite social media experiences. Like, just, wow. Yeah. What well, a great- like, one more thing. Ta- one more Go thing. Ahead, yeah. Sorry. Uh, when Avengers was really popular... Uh wait, sorry, to finish up that Space Fleet story, I did go to Netflix to see the screening, and then I got to give it give my shirt to the creator of Black Mirror, and like he recognized me later, but that's another story. Um one of my favorite social media experiences was when I was kind of into the I was really into the Avengers because I think it might have been Infinity War or Endgame that had just come out, but I drew a picture of Gamora and Nebula, her sister. So Nebula's braiding Gamora's hair. And like she's like Uh, Nebula's like oh this is a sister thing right and Gamora's like yeah just keep just keep braiding my hair so I wanted Mm -hmm. more sisterly moments between them and I love Guardians of the Galaxy so seeing them in Endgame blah 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 so like I wanted more sisterly moments with them and I drew a little comic and Zoe Saldana reposted it on her story and I like literally just started screaming at the top of my lungs. <laughs> my dad was like, what's wrong? And I'm just like, Zoe's on post. And I was like, I'm like, Instagram story. Like, like, she's so beautiful. I love her so much. <laughs> so, yeah, that was really, 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 really cool. Yeah.
0: How great. I mean, that's, you know, social media has its goods and bads. But oh, how yeah. great that, that that something like this could yeah. happen for you through that. You know, that was getting really getting your art out there and then them loving it and, you yeah. know, embracing oh, my it. Gosh.
1: Yeah, it was really crazy, especially because she's like, She's like the master of franchises. She's been in the two like some of the, two of the top-grossing movies of like all time. Mm-hmm. We got Avatar and Guardians of the Galaxy and like she's one of my favorite characters in Guardians and I love her and all the animated stuff she's done oh, yeah. like Book of Life and just like oh she's so great and like to see her like do that I don't know, man. That was really crazy.
0: I'm right there with you. She's been one of my girl (laughs) crushes forever. She's fantastic. Yeah, good for you. Yeah, (laughs) I know. Who are you working on now? Any any shows out there that you're looking forward to drawing?
1: Well, right now I'm kind of in the middle of a bunch of stuff. I'm in the middle of uh, doing these commissions for people of their pets. And I haven't really gotten around to drawing many shows, but... I'm super late to the party. I just started watching Breaking Bad. Oh, so I'm good. so late. I'm so late, but yeah, I, really, late <laughs> I really, really want to draw some shots from that show because, uh, man, I'm already on season two. It's been like three days, and I'm like just banging them out. I'm so excited to finish the show, but I do want to. I want to like draw some screenshots or. I don't know, just, I don't know. Brian Krantz's face is so interesting, so I'd love to, like, draw him sometime. Well,
0: and they're fans. You know, fans of that show are always going to be fans of the show, too. So even if you get the, get the artwork out late or the T-shirts out late, they're still going to, you know, yeah. wanna, want them and want to buy them and things. Oh, yeah, no, absolutely. <laughs>
1: yeah. Yes, yeah. still, still I, I'm really looking forward to, like, digging in deep to those, like, desert landscapes. And, mm-hmm. oh, they're always mm-hmm. so much fun to draw.
0: Mm-hmm. Well, you're so talented. And one of the things that you've also branched into over the last, few years is animation, voiceover-wise. And, yeah. you know, we had your dad, Mr. Scott <laughs> yeah, Parkin, who's in Parkin. the studio, uh, on the show before, um, who, of course, is a VO artist, uh, very fantastic, one, a commercial actor. Yeah. So how, how did you start getting into voiceover?
1: Well, it's kind of a, a funny story. A lot of things in my life are a funny story. There's just... I have a weird life, and I just kind of accepted it by now, but... Um, when I was very young, maybe like three, when I started reading, I would go in to like read for commercials just for fun, you know, and and or like maybe do a little singing and stuff like that. And I started booking things when I was like five and six up until about seven when I was up for the I did like a SeaWorld commercial, Legoland commercial, you know, Dora commercial, you know, a couple things. And then I was up against this one other girl for the role of Lucy in a direct-to-DVD, like, Peanuts thing. And I love the Peanuts. I'd always love them, especially when I was a kid. I was obsessed with the holiday special, and I love Vince Giraldi's music. So I was just like, man, I would love to be Lucy. And then my mom said no, uh, which kind of sucked. But uh, uh, I got to thank her a little bit because, it, you know, I did get a, a really nice nice and not so nice childhood and I'm glad that I got that and and I kind of wonder you know maybe what if she hadn't stopped me from doing that back then and then I'm just like no nah, I'm all right mm-hmm. I'm okay and and I can't go back and change it so I'm I started uh, up again when I left my mom's house at about 16 so there was a gap between s- 7 and 16 when I wasn't doing voiceover but now I'm back and I'm 19 now so I've been doing it for a Mm, three years ish, maybe mm-hmm. almost almost four, and I joined the union! Yay! Woo-hoo! I joined the union <laughs> uh, like a couple months ago, so that was really crazy. Like maybe like five or six months ago. Mm-hmm. So, would you say <gasps> is animation your favorite part of voiceover? or one hundred percent! Yeah, I'm <laughs> such a huge nerd for 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 stuff like this, like video games. Like I'm a huge nerd for video games and animation and like dubbing things like because I mean I had an interest in anime like I want you know it's like there's so many things that I love about animation so like voice over doing the voice of an animated character like
0: oh my god dream
1: dream 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 (laughs) we
0: have a little bit of your animation demo reel so we're gonna play a snippet
1: for the folks out there here we go oh by the way I got it I got this demo from my good friends lori allen and susan Palio at voice tracks west so like gotta shout them out for giving me a good rate and it turned out really good so i'm, I'm really proud of it <laughs> i'm gonna double
0: that that they're fantastic susan did my very first demo out yes! here as well i've yes, known yes, her forever yes. She's,
1: they're fantastic so yes. yes
0: definitely go there if you need a you're looking for a demo
1: all right let's listen to it Tonight, you little gremlins, you're going by my rules. No yelling, no whispering, no running, no tiptoeing. Bedtime is at 8.23 p.m. sharp. Got it? I've never been on the giving end of a firing before. Is it wrong, I'm excited. I, I know this map. It's from an old legend. Let's see, if we follow the little dragon, it should lead us to the dragon gem. I was drifting in darkness. I wanted to close my eyes so that I wouldn't see them. But it was too light. that you were inside, inside my head. Ugh, so good. So ah! good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that last one always spooks me a little bit. Yeah, I'm just yeah. like, ooh, origins. Such great range and oh, so fun. Yeah.
0: Thank How you. How do you go about um, developing characters or when you get auditions, picking, picking choices for those characters?
1: Oh, man. Well, um... I um Lori gave me some great advice uh when I was doing my animation demo and it's it's always like to imagine what that character might be thinking in that situation and try and relate it to your own life. So like if I get uh, a character that's like maybe a fairy princess or something like what are her wants and like what does she really want in life? Because that's one of the main driving forces of a character is their wants and desires, so I always ask myself, what do they want, and what are they trying to accomplish, and then I go about kind of building the voice, and, uh, you know, hey, do I have to do a higher register for this? Am I going to pitch down a little bit? Is the character more mature? So usually when I look at the specs, I'll try and, I don't know, kind of break it down into pieces, and... You know, kind of go from there, mm-hmm. I guess. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Now I noticed you also have a YouTube channel. Yeah. you kind of do some reviews, but you yeah. know, you have a little animated character of yourself, and yes. then you do the voiceover as well. So you're trying to you kind of find a way to build. Yeah. Sorry, I can't talk. First <laughs> one back of the year to bring all your worlds together and kind of create your own content.
1: Yeah, actually, I haven't posted in my YouTube channel in a little while because I've gotten so much so busy with like commissions and stuff. So the last one I posted was part two of Umbrella Academy, the review, because everyone loved my umbrella academy stuff so i was like why not do a review for those and i also did one on underrated dreamworks movies which was one of my favorites but right now i'm currently working on one for booksmart which is yes. one of my favorite movies of the so year good. it's in my yeah. top 5 and uh everyone you know everyone who's seen it they're like oh man i love that movie i saw it like once and i'm just like dude come on man like you got to see it more than once so it, I feel like it's gone underappreciated this year, so I wanted to give it a little love and, mm-hmm. you know, try and make a review based on what I like about it and, like, the characters and, you know, all that stuff. So I'll, like, do a little list, like the internet likes. The internet loves numbered lists. <laughs> they, do, huh? yeah, they do, Yeah, they do. It's like, one, story, two, plot. Yeah, yeah people just tend to like that. So I wanted it to be kind of a character-based review. So what I'm thinking of doing, I haven't really written out all the script yet, but I got the intro done. And um, I'm thinking of making it kind of a character based review. So talk about each of the characters mm-hmm. and how they are three-dimensional because they never left a character like untouched. It was really it was a great ensemble mm-hmm. cast and all of the. All the characters are definitely three dimensional, which is what I really, really loved about the movie. Yeah, and the casting of it was hell. fantastic. Oh yeah, hundred yeah. percent. Mm-hmm. Agreed.
0: All right. Well, not to put you on the spot, but a little birdie named your dad gave me this and said there are a lot of vocal things and accents that you can do upon request. So we're gonna play yeah. a little game here, and I'm gonna shout some of them out, oh, and then I'll uh, have you do them. All right, Claire from Fleabag. Oh,
1: she's a good one. <clears throat> You're standing so close to me right now. My goodness.
0: All right, Ruth Langmore from Ozark.
1: I wouldn't trust Marty Bird with my life. <laughs> That's good. <laughs> Olivia Coleman from Hot Fuzz. Oh, um. Ah, uh, this is nothing like a,
0: like a little midnight gobble. <laughs> Kate McKinnon and
1: o- Olia? Oh, yes, Olia, yes. Okay. My name is Olya Plavlatsky. I have no glass on any of my windows. I'm so sad. <laughs> Sailor J from the Contourine. Oh, yeah. Um. You want men to think you have no bones in your cheeks. Men men love pterodactyls. You want to look like a pterodactyl. <laughs> I love this. No, she's, she's great. Right.
0: <laughs> Colin Rittman
1: from Bandersnatch. Oh, my God. <laughs> You put that on me. <laughs> okay. Um, mirrors let you move through time. I can never get through that one. <laughs> All right, Vincent Adult Man from Bojack Horseman. Uh, this one's my favorite. This one's actually my voice, uh, my uh sorry, voicemail message. Okay. <clears> oh, <throat> uh, business? C- can I have another soda? Uh business, business. I am definitely not three kids. In a trench coat.
0: <laughs> awesome. All right, I think these are
1: accents. Give me a little British upper class. Oh, yes. Yeah. So with British upper class, you have to really pronounce your words like this. Think of Wendy from Peter Pan. Peter? <laughs> Peter. <laughs> All right? Scottish. I, that's a good one there. I don't know how to do like regional Scottish accents, but I can do that like... That general, general one, you'll go roll your R's, you know, like that. I can't do that. I can't roll my R's. <laughs> All right. Um, okay. So
0: he says, obnoxious LA girl, and that you can also teach oh, this I accent. Oh, I can teach this. Oh, okay.
1: <clears throat> so every time you hear an I-N-G on the end of your word, like doing, being, whatever, pronounce it as E-E-N, and you will automatically become a Valley girl. So you, here you go. <clears throat> Oh my God, like, what are you doing? Like, you're being so boring right now. And also, like, if you want to, like, put an N in place of the T, so, like, space mountain, like, you don't say mountain, (laughs) you say mountain. I want to go on space mountain. (laughs) That one's for all you LA people out here. So good. So good. All
0: right. Let's find the last one. How about Ralph Wiggum from The Simpsons? Oh, um,
1: your breath smells like dead bunnies. (laughs) (laughs) That's a good one. Uh, Oh, um, we got a request for us. You know, so like Australian accent is my favourite accent to do because I think I've got it pretty down at this point. And I've like... I don't know, like tried it on different people, like at Disneyland, you know, when people don't know me. And I'm like, oh, you know, I'm visiting from Perth and I want to know what's the best rides to go on. And they'll be like, oh, my God, like, oh, like you're from Perth. it's It's got to be really hot. And, then, yeah, you know, I've no, I, I've never been to Australia, so <laughs> I don't know. Oh, it's I don't know. Yeah. Um, I was going to ask that. How often do you just... Play around and do that in your everyday life and just kind of oh mess with people. I, I do like the Aussie <laughs> one to like, my friends will always ask me to do that one out of all of them. Like, and everyone, oh, oh my gosh, my friend, my friend, my friend Han, uh, Han uh, she like, she a- <laughs> she asked me to say, yeah, no, and like put it on like a voice message. message so she like made it her ringtone. So, like, every time I text her, she goes, it goes, yeah, no. So, like, that's her favorite thing. So, like, every, every time I, she gets a text from me, it does that. <laughs> what are, Since you can do all these sort of different characters,
0: do you have, like, a dream role or dream character that you would
1: love to get cast? Gosh, as? I think anything villainy. I feel like villains are just like so cool. I would always, I would love to be like a really good villain. Like people like remember Jafar and like Ursula. That would be so cool to get like the coolest villain role. Mm -hmm. That would be awesome. They're
0: just so freeing. Like you, you can do so much with them and just have fun.
1: Yeah, and especially like they have a lot of vocal range because when you're a main character, you get a lot of lines and it's kind of hard to differentiate. But when you're a villain, you have almost limited time on screen because, you know, you compare the screen time of Jafar to Aladdin, Aladdin's got more story. So with less time, you have more time to go up and down and up and down, you know, so you you get to, like, have more vocal inflections. Mm -hmm. I don't know. Yeah, less time. Mm-hmm.
0: Well, <laughs> on to another talent that you have, speaking of vocal. So you're also a
1: singer as well and create your own songs. Yes. Uh, So about that. Yeah. So I was talking about choir. So I did choir for nine years and my mom was a singer and she got a, a choir scholarship and she went to school for that. And I think it kind of translated over to voiceover because now I kind of have like a, a good ear. So like, I, I'm able to, like, pick things up. Mm-hmm. So, like, vocal inflections, like I was talking about, like, when Australians go, ye know, there's an R and R at the end, like an R. So, I, like, um, it's easier for me with vocal training, like choir. To pick up on those things, I, it's easier for me to take direction for voice since I've been taking direction mm-hmm. for voice pretty much all my life, but mm-hmm. just a different kind of voice. <laughs> they always
0: say that a lot of great voiceover artists are, are musicians or have some yeah. sort of music music
1: background or singing background. just absolutely. I mean, like to name a few, we've got L'Oreal and D Bradley Baker, Billy West. Mm-hmm. Billy West is a great guitar player. He's amazing. I got the amazing chance to sing with him and he mm-hmm. played guitar so he played a lot of Beach Boy songs at my art show so he's wow. an incredible mu- musician and all of my voiceover friends are amazing musicians and, and my father is an amazing musician uh, he's not great vocally, musically talented But he has introduced me to some incredible songs So, I mean, he has more of a commercial read But he still has great music mm-hmm. taste So,
0: Well, let's listen, we have a snippet from one of your songs So let's play oh, a little clip Here we
1: go I think it's overrated I think it's for people who can't find help Love is so degraded But could we try it? Beautiful. I can hear Thank it like it's
0: the track of a you know indie romantic
1: movie. Oh, right. Yeah. I like this kind of. I like Vampire Weekend and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. But I have a pretty varied music taste. I listen to anything from 50s to now. And like I love old old music. Like I'll listen to Sinatra, Patsy Cline, just, like Joe Stafford, all that stuff. Like I'm I'm down for all of it, really. And I feel like that has kind of opened my brain to all of the musical sounds. That can be produced within mm-hmm. a studio. I'm just like, man, what if I tweak this sound and do this? Th- you know, it'll sound kind of 80s or ethereal or weird. And that song, all the beats in it, it's just me and my guitar. That's it. And, like, the beats in it are just me tapping on the microphone because I'm lazy mm. and me doing cl- flicking the microphone because I'm lazy. <laughs> I'm just a lazy musician. <laughs> no. I, just don't, I don't want to buy drums. Who <laughs> wants to buy drums? I don't want to yeah, buy I, drums. I'm going to flick the microphone. I'd say it's very creative. Aww. What was the inspiration for that song? Oh, really the, nothing, honestly. Mm. I, I have not been – it's about a relationship and it's just like, oh, man, like – your smile takes me by storm and you're walking out the door and I'm just like, bro, I haven't even been in a relationship for like four and a half years (laughs) and you can't even call the high school relationship a relationship. (laughs) So... It's really, it's really just kind of a piece of creating ri- of writing that I wrote from someone else's point of view. Mm-hmm. I would be lying if I said it was honest.
0: Mm-hmm. So, so do you do a lot of journaling? Journaling, gosh, man, I really can't Journa- talk this. <laughs> jur- <back>. journaling. <laughs> journaling, journaling, I Is that L.A. girl? Hey, oh my god, do you do do journaling do you a lot of journaling. <laughs> journaling? And you're like
1: downtime, do you spend a lot of time journaling? Honestly, I wish I could say that I did, but I don't. I do not. Um. I, I used to, I mean, back when I had my creative writing class, that was that was a place where I could, like, showcase my songs and actually keep a journal. But nowadays, my time has been devoted to art and um, kind of doing my reviews and stuff. And actually, I, since I haven't uploaded a review in so long, this is actually the first time that I'm getting back into it. Because I said I was going to make a review about the thing, and then I just didn't, and I just never started on it. So... I haven't been doing as much creative writing. I'm kind of leaning in a different direction this semester. Mm-hmm. But hopefully I'll get mm-hmm. back into it.
0: Mm-hmm. I'm going to talk some more questions because for me, I'm so inspired by you and impressed by you. Because <laughs> at gosh, 19, no. you have <laughs> no, you have all this stuff going on and all these talents. And, all, and you're just like, you know, like we were talking a little bit before. And you were saying um, that you, just, you might have a little ADD that you have to go from thing to thing to thing. So talk about how you... Keep your creative juices flowing, how you do bounce around of trying a bunch of different yeah. things.
1: I, uh, I have uh, clinical anxiety and, you know, seasonal depression. I was diagnosed for it a while ago. I've been to the mental hospital. I've done all that stuff, you know, suicidal thoughts and just, like, everything happened in, in high school that really, really degraded my mental state. And so I think that's kind of left me. I think um, uh, those things, like, the, uh, being almost hyper-focused or not focused at all, like those things go hand in hand with like depression and anxiety. And I get it. It's just really hard for me to work through. But I try and budget my time and I set alarms for myself and be like, "Okay, now it's time for a break and you can go to work on something else now and then you're going to come back to this thing in a moment. So I'll like set timers for myself and stuff like that because I didn't have those issues when I was younger I would Mm -hmm. almost be like hyper hyper focused and now I'm just kind of all over the place and it's just like it's really hard for me to keep track of everything happening in my life because I have so many facets I've got a voiceover and singing and Mm -hmm. the review channel and my art and my Instagram and keeping my followers happy and also doing commissions for work and money and so it's like a lot of things to balance but I set alarms and sometimes they don't work for sure like that I mean obviously there's all the times when you hit your alarm. Oh, I don't want to go. Yeah. I don't want to get up right now. I'm going to snooze it. I do that sometimes, obviously. But uh yeah, mostly I just sell, set alarms and try and budget my time like that mm-hmm. so I don't get too off track.
0: But how brave of you to to face those issues and go through, you know, those those challenges oh, yeah. in life cuz I get, I mean, being a teenager was hard enough like back in my day, but we didn't have <laughs> social media and all these other things to compete with, you know. So yeah. I'm sure that adds to a lot of the anxiety and challenges of growing up in, oh, in the uh-huh. world Absol- right now.
1: Absolutely. And I mean, when you've got a fan art account with almost 20,000 followers, you, you get pressure. It's it's pressure to put out something good. And when something doesn't do well, it definitely dampens my mood a little bit. I'm just like, man, I worked really hard on this. Like, why, why aren't there as many people liking it? Did I do something wrong? And then my anxiety kicks in and I'm just like, oh, I gotta take my meds now. Okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, it's like, It's really hard because there is that pressure, but at the same time, I've met so many incredible people over social media. For instance, uh, my friend Bradley, who's an incredible person and now works on Carmen Sandiego with uh, Wild Brain for for Netflix. I just think that's Uh. so cool for them. I'm so happy for them. Uh, Bradley lives in Canada, and I met them over Instagram, and we collaborated on a couple of pieces, or yeah, like one or two, and, and then... We just got to talking, and we we became like really really good friends. And then uh, they were just like, "Hey, dude! Like, winter break is co- you know, or uh, sorry, summer break is coming up, and you should come to Canada and hang out. I've I have a couch and a roommate who also works at Wild Brain, and um, and I'm just like, yeah, let's do it. So I went to Canada for a week <sighs> because of Instagram, and I had the time of my life. We had the best time. Um, I learned so much about art. I did all these studies of things at the museum. We went to museums and aquariums and we like made a whole plan and, uh, and it was just magical. So like, that's Mm -hmm. one of the most, that Mm -hmm. was one of my best Instagram experiences. Mm -hmm. So, I mean, yeah, like I've made some incredible friends and people, man, whenever I'm feeling down, I have this whole support network. Yeah. So sometimes it's really hard to admit that. So not every time I'm sad, I have to like post about it. I'm not yeah. just being like, guys, I'm crying right now. I'm so sorry. Uh, but there are, there are points where I'll say like, hey, sorry, the art's kind of lagging a bit. I'm not in the best mental state or I'll post on my spam and kind of vent a little bit. Uh, but um, most of the time I keep it to myself. But... When there is a time where I'm just like, man, I'm, I'm not feeling that great. And I'll post about it. And I'll be like, hey, sorry, guys. And just a flood of people will be just like, oh, my gosh, girl. Like, are you okay? How are you doing? Like, check in, drink some water, hydrate. My, fr- my friend texted me. I've never met I've never met him. He's in England. And he texted me are you getting enough water and food to eat today? Are you okay, like, are you, like, out of the blue, completely out of the blue, yeah. just no prompt, just like, hey, are you hydrated? And I'm just like, I'm so hydrated, my God, thank you. <laughs> like, yeah. yeah it's
0: so great but I think that's refreshing you know because that's people can forget with Instagram with everybody posting the best and the best and the best all the time yeah. and, you know we all have those low moments those days oh, yeah. and I think that's what's hard in the creative industry too because mm-hmm. it's different than other jobs there, yeah. there's not like the you do this and you get to this performance level you get this you get this raise you it's know not it's not linear right <laughs> it's right. a
1: very fluctuating uh thing and it's a very fluctuating yeah. environment as right. well art trends come and go and so do all these internet trends and stuff that I have to catch mm-hmm. on board before they leave, like Breaking yeah. Bad. If I had made <laughs> Breaking Bad fan art a long time ago when it was actually popular, I, you know, I, <laughs> that, that, that could have blown up. Yeah. But, like, you know, now I'm making fan art. I'm just like, it's kind of – it's dated. I feel bad for not watching it sooner, but now it is, but you know, whether you like it or not, it is dated content. So, like, art, it's always fluctuating and changing, mm-hmm. and things can go from – all the way to the top, like all the way to the top, all the way to the bottom. Think about like memes. Like when yeah. if, when is the last time that you saw a meme with like top text? And well, no, never mind. That's actually kind of coming back up now. But um, when's the last time you saw like an I don't know a grumpy cat meme? Yeah, that kind of. So mm-hmm. like it can go, go to the very top mm-hmm. to the very bottom, and it's that way with art too. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: So what are some of your goals, and where would you like to see your art go in the future? Oh man,
1: well, hmm. It's a little difficult because I have so many things that I like to do in art. So I would be happy, you know, making backgrounds or anything like that. But uh, I really do want to do storyboarding or character design. Those are, those are my two mm-hmm. favorite things to do. Um, I would be happy with any job in animation, lighting specialist. There's so many cool jobs. And I think one of the ones that I really want to learn more about is, like, color theory and, like, coloring and that kind of thing, inking department. Mm -hmm. Uh, But, yeah, storyboarding and character design are my favorite things to do. And I just got my first storyboarding job um, on my friend's movie. I know. Oh, my gosh. It's got... um, some Nickelodeon people, it's got some YouTubers in there, and there's. it's just a really fun cast. And usually when you hear, oh, Nickelodeon and YouTube kids, uh, you know, it's like, uh, oh, eh. But this this time, it went amazing. I actually really love this story, and of course, my dad is in it. He's playing a cop, so I was mm-hmm. there on set, and he was there too. So it was so cool to have a job where I could be there and, like, hang out with my dad. That was awesome. Was this
0: the 420 yes, on your was, Instagram? Yeah, it was the stoner mm-hmm.
1: movie. Um, I think it has the potential to become kind of, a, like, a cult classic. And, you know, it. It. I had so much fun working on it. And, like, even if it doesn't go anywhere, which I highly doubt, I think it's it has definite potential. Mm-hmm. Um, but I, I loved working on it, and I had so much fun, and I think it's going to do pretty well.
0: Do you think in the future, could you see, like, you... Making your characters, making your own character, and then also creating like a pilot or a
1: show, then voicing it yourself, throwing your dad in there, you
0: know, throwing me in there.
1: Yeah. I, I can kind of see that. It's really hard for me to picture it because I'm so young and I'm just like, man, that's so far away. But at the same time, it just seems it seems like a pretty big endeavor. So I'm not exactly sure if I'm, I want to do all of that and just like completely creative creatively exhaust myself. But I think that that might become a thing. Yeah. Like I might want to make a pilot and, and do all the voices and, and do all the music. But uh, for now, I'm Kind of working on this uh, children's book about anxiety and cool. having anxiety and basically treating it like a nervous friend. Mm-hmm. So, like, basically, it'll be like, hey, dude, like, come on, like, calm down. So it's about, like, a girl and her panicky friend um, who is the physical representation of her anxiety. And it was kind of hard to balance um what is insensitive and what is derivative so like i was afraid oh maybe this might be derivative from inside out but no really those those things are feelings and in they're inside her head it's not like a mental mm-hmm. disorder that someone has also i didn't want to m- Put push it into the reign of multiple personality disorder because there are, you know, that character of, of panic and anxiety is, is a, you know, a friend and it is a voice. So, mm-hmm. like, I didn't want it to be insensitive towards people who actually do have multiple personality disorder or anything. And I wanted to make that distinction that it was anxiety and not, like, another voice in your head. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So I just wanted to make sure that that was a separate entity. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: We're getting a note from the... Oh! We're getting a note from the... I can read that. Oh, yes. <laughs> yes, I could
1: read that. Okay. Um, I, I am also working on trying to uh, pitch to DreamWorks with nice. a show that I'm working on, or I'm doing art for, and our our writer friend, who has written for Disney and many things before, DreamWorks International, was like, hey, if you have anything, show me. You're like, show us. Mm-hmm. And... He was like, "Hey Miranda, do you want to do some art for this?" So I I did. I created a bunch of character sheets and so I think we're going to pitch to Dreamworks yeah. in the new year. So that's that's a thing. And I can't really talk about it, but there's something there's something that I'm doing character designs for right now that might uh might get off the ground. So it's it's a kickstarter project, but I can't I can't talk about it, but all Don't I can say is that it's a Kickstarter project, <laughs> okay. and I'm doing character designs on it, and um, and it has connections with big people in animation. So that's uh, really, really exciting. To even the opportunities, mm-hmm. just yeah. like oh my gosh!
0: <laughs> well, that's fantastic. I think you're going to have an amazing 2020 at the age of 20, <laughs> and oh have all gosh. kinds of great things this year. Lastly, um, if you could give advice to other teenagers, you know growing or young artists, anyone, anything that you've kind of learned over the years that maybe you wish you would have found out earlier or struggles or obstacles that you've overcome, advice you could
1: shed to the listeners? Gosh. um, Well, can't really give much advice on mental health because, you know, I'm still definitely struggling, but um, like everything... It it gets better. You got to wait a week, wait a week. And if it affects you in a week, then you can get panicked about it. But like you just got to wait a week. You know, if if it doesn't affect you, if it's if you know it's not going to affect you in a week, don't sweat it. You know what I mean? If it's a big problem like college or, you know, applying to colleges or or high school or, you know, all this stuff, if it's not going to affect you in a week. Don't sweat it for then, you know, and then figure it Mm -hmm. out later, I Mm -hmm. guess. That was one of the things that I learned. Mm -hmm. Also, um, if you're an artist, draw what you want, really. It's it's your choice. You are the artist. And, like, draw what makes you happy and, like, go from there. Because fan art... It made me so happy yeah. to draw characters and stuff in my favorite shows. It's what I love to do in my free time, and whenever I get the chance, I I'm drawing characters from movies and TV shows that I like, and just just to show show appreciation and YouTubers that I admire. I do fan art for YouTubers as well, um, and like just just draw what you want, and like the the good things will come. Mm-hmm. Seriously, mm-hmm. yeah.
0: Mm. Well, you are so wonderful and so talented. I think you so you're much so much for You're so wonderful and so talented. <laughs> like that. But absolute pleasure. So uh, tell everybody where they can find your artwork, where they Ooh. can order your T-shirts,
1: all the goods. So everything is in my bio on Instagram, all of my links. I have this. There's there's a little site called Linktree, and you can put all your link do- links on it. So my mm. Linktree link is in my bio on my Instagram, at Parkin' Art. So like parking without the G, and then art, <laughs> and that's it. There's no underscores, no nothing, just parkinart, Art, and the link is in the bio. So, so once you click on the Linktree link, it'll say T-shirts, portfolio, animation demo, songs. So it has all my stuff in one place. So... You can go on there and choose what you want. And you've been talking about doing your uh,
0: work for people's and their pets and other jobs. Mm. Do you also do like freelance work if people want to commission you
1: to do art for them or special projects? Oh, yes. Absolutely. That's how I've been making my money these past (laughs) few weeks. It's been really exciting because I've gotten a lot of orders. But my commissions are closed right now. But they will open back up pretty soon once I'm finished with this round. I have... (laughs) I think I have, like, 11 or 12 to do before I, I'm done with this round. But, like, yeah, like, contact me. DM me. I am always open for DMs. I will respond to you. I love you all. Like, seriously, like, anyone who wants to contact me, if you just want to chat. If you're like, man, my dog ran away, and I'm really depressed about it. I'll be like, oh, man, what's his name? <laughs> How do he get out? Man, come on. So I, I'm always open to talk. I am not scary. Some people Dad. are just like, they're like, I was kind of like embarrassed to talk to you, and I'm just like, dude, I'm a nerd, man. Like, don't, get, don't get like freaked out by me. Like, I know, I'm, I understand it. You know, if someone's got art or something that you like, you get a little starstruck. But I'm just like, man, dude, I'm such a nerd. Like, talk to me. Like, I got you, boo. Like, you, know.
0: you are the warmest. I say that from the very first time I met you, like the first minute. I just. You, fall in love with you you know Aww. you're just so So I'm telling people yes reach out to her open up those yeah <laughs> no tell that to me lines. I, got, I and, gotta learn uh, to like fall yeah. in love with myself you do you like, do you mm. you do need to love yourself because you are seriously one of the most talented women I know I'm not just saying this because you're here like you're just I was going through all your stuff of course preparing for this and I was just blown away by mm. you know and when you show kind of how the artwork has evolved over the years too just to see your changes in the like few few short years I just I can't wait to sit back and watch this right <laughs> to watch you go it's gonna be it's gonna be fun so yeah just, just 2020
1: 20- is already like yeah. picking up and stuff and it's yeah it's been really
0: awesome just and, breathe through yeah. it you know you, yeah because because everybody i love i love that you're so open about the anxiety that was
1: something that i have as well and i didn't know and didn't talk about it for a long time yeah so no I once i more- found out yeah. like once i found out i mean like after high school it was pretty hard to avoid because people are just like hey uh you were gone for half a freshman year What's with that? And I'm just like, so I had to like tell the whole story. So it got really easy. It got a lot easier to tell over the years. I'm just like, hey, I had suicidal thoughts and like, you know, like I self harmed a lot and. You know, I almost developed an eating disorder. It's just like all this – this is all this crazy stuff. And then I went to the mental hospital for half the year, freshman year. So I missed out on a, a lot of that. So I had to learn to be open about that since freshman year basically because mm-hmm. I had to like actually give the backstory, like, hey, guys, sorry I wasn't here. I wasn't – I'm not going to say like I'm on a trip to France because, you know, then I would yeah. have to explain what the hell I did there and I've never <laughs> been to France. So – Yeah. Like just all this horrible stuff happened to me the first year of high school. So I had to kind of learn to be open about my anxiety mm-hmm. and my depression and just that kind of stuff. And it's it's more normal nowadays to talk about it and mm-hmm. I'm really happy about that. I'm mm-hmm. I'm glad that it wasn't like you know, yeah, a big a thing. Yeah, thing that I had, yeah, yeah, that I had sure. to keep in a locked box in my brain. That 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 was yeah. how I dealt with that was how yeah. middle school went. I was just like, All oh, my problems, I'm just gonna ball them up. And then they'll go away, yep. yeah. Yeah. to, we quote, think, to right? quote John yeah, I'm going to keep all my problems right here, <laughs> and then I'll die. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah, But yeah, I'm glad people are talking about it yeah. more. And- gotta be open about that kind of stuff. People yep. need to know how you're doing. And you gotta be open. Like tell people how you're feeling. If you're feeling anxious or uncomfortable, say it. Please, mm-hmm. for the love of God, just say it. Like seriously, that goes for anything. Like anxiety, if you're being harassed in any way, anything that makes you uncomfortable, be open about it. Speak up. Like tell mm-hmm. tell it. <laughs> mm-hmm. It will never be worse than what, you know, what may come later. Yeah. Definitely great words of advice. Yeah. Speak up, you yes. guys. <laughs> do it.
0: <laughs> well, thank you, thank you, thank you for taking the time and coming in. I appreciate it so much. And thank like you I said, for like, inviting can't me. Wait to, can't wait to see you go. Well, real quick, before we wrap up today, I want to start something new in the new year. Mm-hmm. So each month we are going to do, uh, I'm going to do a new workout of the month. I'm <gasps> kind of doing this to get myself out of my patterns and my ruts and things as well. So each month I'm going to pick a new activity or adventure or something <sighs> to do. So if any of you listening want to join along, with and try to do it. And we can comment about what we're going through, what we think about it. So this one I picked, uh, the workout for this month is cardio bar. And I picked this cause back in the day I was a dancer and I love dancing. And then along the ways I've just gotten so far away from that in my world. And I just kind of really missed the way it made me feel. Um, so I picked cardio bar for this month. Um, so I got a group on and you could get like for 40 bucks for the, you know, Whole month for five weeks or so. So anybody that wants to check out the workout, will be doing check-ins each what's week a, of how a that's cardio going. Bar, what's cardio, a cardio bar? bar? So cardio bar was uh, created by Richard Gi G- oh. Giordi, Giorla. sorry I said that. Giordi, Giorla. 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 Italian oh, stereotype. Shoot. I just totally spilled oh, no. both of our waters. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> anyway, he was has twenty five years of professional background as a dancer and choreographer, oh, wow. and he started this workout after he suffered a crushing hip injury, then left him to where he couldn't dance oh anymore and then he would see other athletes who had similar energy injuries and couldn't you know work out like they used to anymore and they needed something that was low impact but still had high energy and high cardio so he thought that this would be a fun way for injured athletes and also people Former dancers or people into that type of workout to yeah like a a kind of a PT workout yeah really and it's a lot of fun. I did my first one on Saturday and they played great music. It would and of course my teacher she gets this all the time, but she looked exactly like Jennifer Aniston. (laughs) Oh my gosh, really? Yeah. So shout out to Lauren at Cardio Bar. Shout out Lauren, (laughs) Lauren Aniston. I was like, you can have another side job. I think is her double if you would like. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, if she's like fit, she could be a stunt double. Yeah, she totally was. Yeah, she literally. They could be. Twin sisters. It was wow. crazy. It was. She had the same Rachel yeah, hair and so, Lauren and <laughs> Yeah, it was awesome. All right. And then lastly, just because um, we talk travel here too, and Australia is one of the favorite places I have ever been to. And I love the people, and I love the adventures. And my heart really goes out to everything that they're oh, going yeah, through now with gosh. the brush fire. So I wanted to let you know if anybody would like to donate, you can donate through the Australian Red Cross at redcross.org.au. And also there's a travel site called The Points the Points Guy. It's a travel site that will actually match your donation. So whatever you put in, they will do that. Okay. Up to Up to ten thousand dollars. That's really so, good. Yeah,
1: that's at thepointsguy.com. Wait, so. Can I can I do an Australian translation you, of this? You can. Okay. <clears throat> Here to donate to help the Australia fire relief. Australian Red Cross at redcross.org.au. The Points Guy is a travel site that matches your donation and go to thepointsguy.com dot to, com to double your donation to help the fires. So like help out all those awesome animals and people that live in Australia. Please do it. And uh, thank you very much. Beautiful. Beautiful.
0: All right, guys, that's it for this week. Thank you so much. I'm looking forward to 2020. So many fun guests coming on the show. It's going to be a good one for everybody. So see you next week.